0: And I half expected it to be made of puns. You are without a doubt the worst podcast I've ever listened to. But But you you have have listened to us. Theme song. (laughs) It's not a theme song. Welcome back to uh, <laughs> Draft the Universe, the Nerdfight Battle Royale, where we take nerd things and fight them to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. Let's do this. You're Chris. I I am now, yes. Okay. I, I, was, I was previously Eats Ribs, I have to it, confess. Drafts and Eats Ribs. Drafts yes. and Eats Ribs, yeah. I have to confess that I, I fell down to earth. Um, I was bogged down by the weight of all the meat that I had eaten and thus was uh, denied my entrance into enlightenment and nirvana. Yours are fair.
1: Sorry about that guy. I am.
0: Yep. And I am and always have been. Ben. Have been Ben. Ben, 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 Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) It's going to be one of those. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm hopped up on cold medicine. I should mention... um, probably no surprise to our listeners because i've had a cold since we started this podcast um but man uh do i certainly have a cold um this is why you
2: don't start a podcast in winter folks
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah also just as
1: a matter of note for any would-be podcasters out there eating a shit ton of really delicious yet salty chicken right before you speak for two hours not the best bet
0: yeah, that was from Captain Jay's, though. We it kept, was. We yeah. kept it uh, on point, on message, and we have our criteria, or
2: we have to get our criteria. Yeah, uh, because it's not here. They they threw out all mine about how many British sailors you've killed, because uh, it's not fair. I believe you can hear the air quotes around that. I'm as outraged as you are. Uh, so uh, I believe the we have a letter here. Um. Uh, Guys? What is it? Yeah? What's this is a saying? treasure map. Oh, no. Oh, Christ. Uh, this is a long way away.
0: Seriously? Let me see that. Ah, oh, okay.
1: Uh, oh, God. If this at least took us near Claire, we could stop at White House. It's the complete opposite direction.
0: Son of a bitch. Yeah. By complete opposite direction, you mean... This is in the Caribbean, not in northern Michigan. Okay, well, uh, I guess cue the Batman traveling music. Oh, it is so hot here in Barbados. So hot. There did was... anybody remember to
2: bring a shovel?
0: No, but I did bring some rum. <sighs> okay, hold on. And Jafar can't uh, shovel because he's too drunk.
2: Uh, why is all
1: the rum gone in wait,
2: your stomach you lout wait wait a second
0: you wanted a shovel
2: spade will work I don't care we have to dig this thing up
0: okay um well I brought more rum man there's sure a lot of dirt down here what's going on uh, did you guys find it yet man you should try you should try drinking and digging I, no.
2: All right, we're back. Uh, we've got our criteria.
0: Wait a second. Did you check them in our bag?
2: Delta lost our luggage. I'll be back in five minutes. Okay. The
0: rum's gone, but the criteria are here. Oh shit, the rum's gone? Okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. I've got a headache
1: and I don't know where I am. <laughs> well, the treasure was
2: definitely not the friendship we found along the way because Jafer was no help whatsoever.
0: What's going on? Yep. Okay. Man, so, uh, I mean, we've got these criteria. They're all covered in dry sand and a little bit of vomit. Yep. Sorry. Yep. I just really hope that um, none of you guys tried to uh, tried to cheat on any of these. It would so that's be that's
2: real rich coming from you.
0: It would be a real shame if we were to get through all these criteria only to find out that all of our hard labor and rum had been wasted upon purposely skewed towards actual nautical captainship. Question, Ben.
1: That sounds lame. I have too
2: much integrity for that. Plus, you guys made me throw all mine away. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> All right, so... Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, before b- before we get started, can I, can I sober up a little, please?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Let's do this. <laughs> All right, first up is Chris versus Jaffair. Ben, you're the judge. All right, reaching
2: into this sandy pile First question is, you're going head-to-head against your captain. What weakness do you exploit? And which captain is the best under pressure? Okay, Chris, who are you picking?
0: Um, I'm going to go with uh, the one and only Horatio Magellan Crunch. Right. Jafer? I feel like it's destiny
1: that Captain Crunch goes up against Captain Jonas Gumby.
0: Okay. Excellent. For those who don't remember, that's the Skipper, right?
1: Yes, that is the Skipper from Gilligan's Island. Okay.
0: And by, f- for those who don't remember, you mean basically everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I did not remember. And for those who don't remember, Gilligan's Island was a TV show back in the 60s. <laughs> and for those who don't remember... TV refers to television, a form of uh, transmitting images over the airwaves.
2: It's like an early version of Netflix. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Except that people did much less chilling.
1: Eh.
2: Okay, so Chris, <laughs> you're going head-to-head against your captain. What weakness
0: do you exploit? Um, when it comes to weaknesses... Uh, Horatio Magellan Crunch, um, A.K.A. Captain Crunch, um, the one and only captain of the good ship Guppy. Uh, he has um, a he has he has a kind heart, and so if you're going up against Captain Crunch, uh, you go up against his four orphan crewmates of the good ship Guppy: Alfie, Brunhilda, Carlisle, and Dave kidnap some kids is what I'm saying. All right. He will give me so much Captain Crunch. He routinely tosses around pallets and pallets of Captain Crunch for basically any trivial situation anyways. So I'm thinking that I can get roughly like a Falcon Heavy's worth. Okay. That's yeah. a lot. All right. fair.
1: All right. Um, Captain Jonas Gumpy's weakness comes inherently with him. I do not need to do anything to exploit it, except wait. I, of course, refer to Gilligan. Uh, every time, they have almost gotten off that damn island, and a handful of times, they did get off that damn island. And the reason they that they were there in the first place. <laughs> and they were there in the first place. They always end up back there somehow. All because of Gilligan.
2: Except for when they went to space.
1: Except for when they went to space?
2: The Gilligan animated series?
1: There's it's a oh, Gilligan shit. animated series. Hold on, a second. Whoa, yes. hold on. Is this real? <laughs> this we didn't real.
0: we didn't know that we would have to account for the fucking Gilligan verse. <laughs> yeah. There's
1: like Is this a, turbo verse adjacent? No, this is this is a legitimate they made like six episodes before it was
2: cancelled, where they get off the island by going to space where they are again marooned.
1: How do you know about that? But do not know about a rush hour T V show that aired within the last five years. I don't know. I <laughs> It, I missed it. Oh, speaking
0: back. speaking of news, Rush Hour 4 was confirmed yesterday. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit, was it?
2: It was. It actually, I we, didn't hear.
0: We predicted it. Yeah. <laughs> also,
2: also, uh, we found out that there was a jingle all the way, too, that Ugh. we had forgotten about. <laughs> uh, oh. Forcibly. Oh, forcibly
1: oh, shit. forgotten about. Shit. It's we, got we, we, Larry fair. the Cable Guy and Santino Morella. Morella. Yeah. <laughs> so, in summary, the Skipper's weakness just wait for Gilligan to fuck it up for him. Patience is virtue.
2: All right. Okay, so we are going with uh, love of children mm-hmm. versus let his uh, inept sidekick be himself. Uh, I believe...
1: Uh, I mean, Gilligan is effectively a child, and he does love him. Yeah. We, we kind of played up the same card. Only yours requires
0: kidnapping and mine requires waiting. Yeah, but I have four times as many Gilligans. Hmm. Well, but they're not inept,
2: as far as I know.
0: Oh yeah, no, they're totally inept. Have you seen those commercials? I have not. (laughs) Those kids are constantly getting they're constantly giving away uh, Captain Crunch's position whether it to be like a weird submarine with, um, what's her name? Like Magnolia Bulkhead who's trying to catch the captain this is real She's trying to catch the captain because uh she wants to marry him which is bonkers right um and uh poor i think it's i think it's dave or it's dave or carlisle it's just like munching on some Captain crunch it's like stop that you're gonna give us away to the, the submarine
2: um oh, he's, the, he's their version of the russian cook tapping away <laughs> 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 all right well for this one I'm just going to have to give it to Chris because he put in way more uh, thought to the Captain Crunchiverse (laughs) than anyone should have.
0: The section in my notes on Captain Crunch is uh, second in length only to Sir John Franklin who was a real dude (laughs) whose rescue operation lasted for like 200 years. (laughs) So. Okay. Now we go. Which
2: captain is the best under pressure?
1: All right. Jonas Gumby is used to operating under intense pressure. He's got two millionaires with him, constantly badgering him to get him off the island. He's got sweet Marianne, who he just wants to do the best for. He's got the professor who's doing his damned best, and lest we forget the movie star... All of this, all of these people, he is trying to really,
0: save. It was really weird not hearing that in musical cadence. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just sing it for me? I'm sorry. <laughs> um,
1: it was. It's a lot of, a lot of forces from all different types of society exerting a lot of pressure on Jonas, and all he has to help him get through all of this is Gilligan. Who not only cannot help him at all, but effectively makes everything worse always. So the fact that they get off the island, I believe, four times, depends on if you count some of the TV movies or remakes. Then it can go up to six. And
0: apparently, the wide fucking Gilligan verse that we were unaware yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> so there's they get off
1: the island a number of times, and. All of that, all that pressure constantly on the skipper, he manages to pull through.
2: Mm-hmm. He goes back to the island more than uh, the Green Arrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> more than Jack from Lost.
0: Uh, Jack only goes back once, right? Yeah, but you haven't seen the finale, and I'm not going to spoil it for you. That's true. I do have a, um, a somewhat, uh, I guess I would call it com- comedically-based uh, uh, resistance to watching the end of uh, very story-driven tv shows just so that much later i can plug my ears and refuse to be spoiled about them um at this point what like 20 years later lost it's been a minute yeah yeah maybe i think it 2007 or 8 it ended <coughs> maybe 9 something like that
1: regardless mm-hmm.
0: all right chris uh so which captain is the best under pressure yes um what does milk do to cereal makes it soggy that's basically the uh sherlock holmes moriarty struggle of the cereal wor- world captain crunch's cereal has been resisting sogginess and the captain himself has been fighting the soggies um for a very long time for about uh 50 60 years now um during that time uh, is, is the soggies a code word for russians i i you know i kind of thought that maybe it was the nazis um <laughs> there's some there's some weird shit um man the captain verse uh the, sorry the Cap verse uh the crunchiverse i guess yeah crunch crunchiverse. crunchiverse the crunchiverse is um much deeper than i thought it was and i played a captain crunch game that i got out of a cereal box when i was a kid um but even i was surprised at how deep this shit goes um so yeah, the Cap'n Crunch has been fighting the existential concept of soggy cereal and winning since the cereal was invented. Um, I would also like to posit that perhaps he has been enduring pressure for a lot longer. Um, I'd like to call this the cereal connection. Um, Pamela Lowe created um, the cereal Cap'n Crunch in Derry, New Hampshire, which sounds a lot like Derry, Maine. Um who else so, please stop. Uh, please stop, Chris. I, I just want to say <laughs> the rabbit hole you're
1: about to jump down. There's no coming back from.
0: <laughs> who else is from a town called Derry that dresses in a colorful costume designed to appeal to children? I'm uh, yeah, so, uh, so pennywise yeah pennywise. You're, ta- you're talking about pennywise. The so clown. so in addition to resisting the existential concept of sogginess, he's also been uh, resisting um, the the decay of time by being an eternal, um, horrific alien, perhaps. Maybe. That's just my theory. Okay,
2: Chris, I have one question for you. If you can answer it, you win. When milk is poured into cereal, is it a beverage, a broth, or a sauce?
0: <laughs> um, say, say my three options again. When, when milk is
2: poured into cereal, yep. is it a beverage is it a broth or is it a sauce what is the milk when it is in the bowl with the cereal
0: i would say sauce broth requires that you have boiled bones in it and while the captain might have done that in dairy new hampshire before the days of captain crunch cereal i'm pretty sure that after that point on he um, wisely did not do so so veggie broth is it broth I don't know, I'm I'm okay. I'm just, just I mean the vegetable stock isn't broth? This is this is a very strange and unfair <laughs> question. Um, I, I mean it was there hit, was there a hidden option for number four, all of the above. You tried to posit that Captain Crunch is an alien.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is that not just an alien, but like a fear based organism
0: from an alternate dimension.
1: Many, many teeth.
0: All I'm saying is that it kind of could be all three, but I'm going to say sauce. I think sauce is something that comes out of a container and is put onto um, a a dish. You can eat pasta without sauce, but the sauce greatly improves it. Um, But ultimately, I think that probably all three are true.
2: I'm going to give this one to Chris. Thank you. So that takes us to a tiebreaker?
0: No, that's a decisive, oh, that's a decisive victory decisive. for Chris. Yep, that's a decisive victory for me. However, I think we've all lost because I've now revealed Captain Crunch to be uh, an ageless horror vampire alien. Man, I didn't get to go through nearly any of the stuff We'll I... just have to live without that. That is our cross to bear now. Oh, no. Uh, I, okay, I, I, I do have one thing to, to bring up. I want to give a shout-out to... Um, the one Cap'n Crunch character that you've never heard of before. I um, mean it,
2: uh, apart from the five other Captain Crunch characters you oh, listed?
0: Oh, you, uh, <laughs> you, you sweet summer child. There are so many. <laughs> There's this dude named Chaco. I can't even tell if he's like an animate lump of chocolate chip cookie dough or if he's an alien with chocolate spots. But regardless, uh, big shout out to um, Harry S. Hippo. He was the uh, cartoon friend for Punch Crunch, which, how awesome of a cereal name is that, right? Um, And Harry S. Hippo, the reason that we don't have him today, and um, Punch Crunch, by the way, was like uh, uh, fruit-flavored cereal rings that were pink, and they tasted like strawberries, which, that's up my alley. The reason we don't have him is because they thought that he looked gay, and they they thought he was a pink hippo. He was given the cap in some kind of, like, uh some i want to do you eyes on the on the cereal box <laughs> and so in 1979 they uh surreptitio- removed him from, from Captain crunch history so shout out to harry s hippo um he's my dog well that's well, he's a, hippo. a Actually, goddamn shame yeah Captain crunch's dog is named sea dog all i'm saying is i went really fucking deep for this one guys uh,
1: <laughs> all right next up is jaffer versus ben chris you want to find some criteria Yep. <laughs> Amongst your pile of Captain Crunch lore.
0: <clears throat> All right. Digging into this uh, sandy, sandy pile. Uh, number one, whose captain most boldly went? Where did they most boldly go? Kind of a Star Trek Seuss smash up there. Which captain is most likely to win a Stanley Cup, statistically speaking? Okay. Uh,. I think that this one um,
2: god damn it your fair.
0: <laughs> what? I was so convinced. I was so convinced that it was going to be Ben who was going to cheat on this one.
1: It's not cheating.
0: It's a no good question. No. Leave it in. I feel good. I feel confident. Are you sure? I'm sh- I mean if we wait 30 seconds, we will hear that ding ding.
2: Yeah, we don't want to hear the
0: ding ding. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, sure. We'll uh we'll leave it in. I bet you didn't expect that you'd get to answer this question, huh? Not really. If you take Wayne Gretzky, I'm going to be disappointed in you now. <laughs> I want to hear who, what other captain wins the Stanley Cup. Honestly? Uh,
1: who's, who drafts first? I do. Okay. Um, for future reference, whoever did second the round before mm-hmm. goes first in the next one. And it just works in a round okay. through the, all of us. <coughs> all right.
0: Cool. Yeah, it's simple. (laughs) I'm sure that our audience uh, soundly disagrees that our format is what you could call simple in any fashion.
1: All right. I mean, (laughs) as someone who spent four hours optimizing Excel sheets by rewriting formulas to get the size of them down two days ago, you know, that was a work project, not a fun one, but I did enjoy
0: it. All I'm saying is I might have gone too deep into Horatio Magellan Crunchland. Um, uh, I might have climbed the peak too high of of uh, Mount Crunchmore uh, but the process of going too deep on shit was started by the foundation of our podcast um, so, okay, so number one get on my, my VLOOKUP well, no, yeah, game bro yeah, I'm, drafted, I'm
1: yeah, about to yeah. pick Captain Jean-Luc Picard
0: okay, cool
2: alright, and I'm picking John Paul Jones
0: gotcha, and which John Paul Jones was that? not led zeppelin not led zeppelin yeah
2: no the the american sailor gotcha hero of the revolution
1: okay not in hamilton
2: i would be totally cool with a john paul jones
1: musical right (laughs) get lynn just call him up you got his number
0: (laughs) wrong pot wrong wrong podcast bro (laughs) first criteria whose captain most boldly went where did they most boldly go
1: Captain Picard literally boldly goes all over the universe. Um, He's been to different galaxies. Um, He's been all over the place. Um, He is first and foremost an explorer. And he does so with the bravado of someone willing to recite Shakespeare on a bridge.
0: That's some bravado, yeah.
1: He, he goes boldly, and he boldly
0: goes. All right, so where did he most boldly go? Um. Where was the boldest of all the places he the, went? The boldest of
1: all the places he went?
0: Um, probably
1: his uh, trip to Ryza, Uh, for an archaeology. Uh, he ends up getting caught up with uh, Vash, who is a fellow archaeologist slash smuggler, um, and he has a very interesting trip where he... Ends up discovering an artifact that is a weapon of power that can destroy worlds, and uh, surrenders it to uh, fate. And uh, I believe he destroys it at the end of that episode. He destroys it, or he gives it to the people from the future who came to collect it. One
0: of the two. Gotcha. So he he goes on an expedition, stumbles upon an infinity stone, and then just like hands it back. So that it just pieces out. He gotcha. he knows it's
1: not meant for his hands or this time.
0: Gotcha. All right, then. Where did your captain most boldly go? All right. So, it is the American Revolution. You know
2: that your navy can't go toe-to-toe with the English navy. It rules the waves. Uh, Most of your ports are blockaded. Your only hope is any time the French show up. But for most of the uh, American Revolution, the American Navy is a non-factor. Okay. Okay, so what does John Paul Jones do when he is gifted, uh, given command of the Ranger? Awesome name for a ship, anyway. Uh, He does not harass English shipping. He does not try to sneak around and break some blockade. He sails his ship across the Atlantic Ocean and starts raiding the English coastline.
0: That is bold.
2: Yeah. He sails completely, you know, halfway around the world, and attacks the English in their home. He is the uh, uh, only person to fight in England during the revolution. Uh, He makes the the, uh, English population demand that They uh, use their ships to protect their own coastline, which later allows the French to come and help because they have to protect both their coast and uh, try and maintain their blockades. He leads the most daring raid of the revolution, and that is saying something.
0: Okay.
1: Could you tell me how he died? Uh, he died
2: face down in his apartment in Paris.
1: Okay, because when J.L. Pipes <laughs> was stabbed through the heart, he greeted it with a laugh. The man boldly goes everywhere,
0: including into the deep dark shroud of death. Yes, he didn't actually die.
1: Yeah, no, Well, it was well. It that's complicated. Q was involved. It's a good
0: episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Does, wait, does Jean-Luc Picard die in what is uh, recorded in Star Trek canon right now? No, not officially. So f- so he could, strangely enough, he could still end up dying face down in his apartment in Paris. That's true. Because um, he's it, from Paris, right? He's from France. I <laughs> think he <laughs>
1: dies in the prelude comic to the JJ reboot, which <laughs> it takes place in the Prime Universe before Nero pieces in like Romulus explodes but I might be thinking someone else. I'm pretty sure he, like, goes with Spock and dies out in Romulus there as, like, an old man. He's, like, the ambassador to Vulcan or something. Huh. If, if I'm remembering correctly, I that was okay. when that movie came out. That was a long time ago. All right, well... Not in, like, visual canon. <laughs> Not in any of the TV shows or movies.
0: Yeah. Um. While I appreciate um the boldness of taking a naval battle to the coast of england that is quite bold um i think that this might have been a little bit of a handicap question um he says it in the theme song (laughs) he does say it um and just in scale i mean you got infinity stones
2: okay i understand now i should have known of course the Canadian goes with the doesn't want to vote for the guy who attacked the Commonwealth. I see how it's going here. I'm just glad we're
0: on the same page now, Ben. <sighs> Thank you. I'm sorry. I love America too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Be
1: real careful on that train of thought, Ben. We might get a lot of Russian bot subscribers real quick if you head down that route. I'm okay. I want more subscribers. <laughs> Ooh, look at us, bunch of subscribers.
0: Okay. okay. You can All pay right. for everything in America. That's what I've heard
1: okay and then the second criteria
0: uh the second criteria which captain is most likely to win a stanley cup oh i I didn't even read this the first time statistically speaking you ass (laughs) (laughs) okay so we're, we're gonna throw out the statistics In the known history of your guys' captains winning Stanley Cups, they must stand on their own merit, not their previous Stanley Cup wins. Okay. So, uh, which captain is most likely to win a Stanley Cup? Okay, Ben. Okay, so, uh, again, we're,
2: we're dealing with some hypotheticals here, but, uh, John Paul Jones, uh, born in Scotland, uh, then uh, served in the uh, American Navy, then served for the Russian Navy. He is used to cold. He's used to snow. He didn't grow up on some French uh, grape plantation and then live in space. He has at least skated.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait Probably, <a> s- maybe. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you, are, are you trying to insinuate that Jean-Luc Picard has never figure skated? because that has to have happened uh
2: no he he does uh uh, he's a horseman he does he's a horseman uh, equestrian
0: yeah he's an equestrian we're in the middle of the winter olympics what what sport do you what winter sport do you think jl pipes uh does um skeleton no (laughs) no honest honestly
1: curling curling (laughs) i could see him i could see patrick stewart being really into curling um oh data data would be so good at that sport data would be really good at <laughs> curling um i think data would be really good at hockey <laughs> and a stanley cup isn't won by a single person it's won by a team which is something to consider here okay. and we've got data who can hit with insane accuracy we've got jordy who can make sure all of the sticks are Just perfect for everyone who's on the team. We've got Worf. He's our bruiser. I mean, we've got a full hockey team over on the Enterprise. Every movie trope slash childhood hero is properly represented by one member of the Enterprise crew.
0: Okay.
2: Do you have any last words? I I think if we're going to deal with who's better at... Who's going to win lead your team to success in hockey you don't want the aristocratic uh, overbearing headmaster of the Enterprise you want
0: the dashing daring John Paul Jones hmm I mean while I will admit that the Enterprise's crew would make hell of a hockey team um, you take that crew away and I don't know that JLP has the uh i don't think he has what it takes to to captain a a hockey team all the way to the end i think that he could captain the enterprise the the team of the enterprise uh to a very convincing stanley cup performance and i would pay to see that uh but i think i'm going to go with the guy who probably has skated once in his life i'm trying to
1: i think patrick stewart figure skates in Jeffrey, but I might be remembering that movie wrong. Okay, because
2: I know he doesn't in in uh, in uh, next
1: gen, and he definitely doesn't in X Men.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so we're going we're going to the third tiebreaker
0: to the tiebreaker. <clears throat> okay. Also,
2: uh, just want to point out because Chris interjected with some extra crunch uh, information. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, well, there isn't uh, a musical about John Paul Jones. There's a
0: really good song uh,
2: <laughs> that you guys should check out.
0: Oh, yeah. Wait till we get to uh, Sir John Franklin, because uh, good old Lady Jane Franklin, uh, she got her own song. Um. All right. Okay, what do we got? Okay. Um, Who has sailed the most ships? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That's not what it actually says. How would your captain win a duel? This is a, uh, an interesting one. Okay. Well. Uh, how you answer this, I would like to, uh, I'd like you to provide the, the choice of weapon, the location, and then why you think you're your Captain Woodman. Okay. I mean, how, you know, I'm not even going to ask that
1: question. I'm just going to go for my gambit. Okay, sure. Um, the, the, the location is the courtroom. The duel is held with words. It is a debate of law of which Captain Jean-Luc Picard is a known
0: uh, victor and excels in the courtroom. I was I was looking for some some form of like. Okay, uh, you want you want actual combat? No, because I, we don't call I was them looking, jail
1: pipes for nothing.
0: I, no, I, I I see I see your your direction. It's a strong argument. I was looking for like a phasers at Don Hamilton reference of some sort, but it's okay. We'll we'll move on. Well, I mean, if anything, more I think we see John luc Picard foil fence more than we
2: see him shoot a phaser. It's true.
0: <laughs> sure. Although he does that one game with Guinan, but she beats the crap out of him. Yeah. You know what? I bet there's a Japanese game where you can play Jean Luc Picard uh, dueling people in a court of law. That sounds like a game, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Jean Luc Wright. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I've played that one on
0: Game Boy. Yeah. Okay. How does uh, John Paul Jones do it? Well, uh, I believe that
2: John Paul Jones, it would be Sabres okay. the deck of a ship. He De- deck of which ship, Ben? Well,. I believe, whichever ship they want. Ooh, okay. He will fight you on your own ship. He <laughs> will sneak over to your ship and duel you when you're not expecting it. I don't know if that's a duel.
0: So well, much no. as that's just a murder, Ben.
2: I know. I know. <laughs> you Unex- guys...
0: Unexpected dueling. It's not dueling. <laughs> but I know you guys.
2: I know you guys know sword fighting. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys can both appreciate daring. Jean-Paul Jones is daring. He will show up on the deck of your ship and say, have at you.
1: My only possible comment to that is that in my duel, I think we can both agree Jean-Luc Picard will win in in a debate of law. In your duel, I still hold out for JL Pipes because we know he's proficient with a sword. We see him fight with not just a foil, but there's that time he becomes Robin Hood. I, I um, wasn't
2: saying he was fight. I I wasn't assuming they were fighting each other. Oh, <laughs> I assumed
1: they were fighting each other. Um, and also, just to reiterate, he does get stabbed through the heart and survives.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't you don't stab with a saber necessarily. But okay. But okay I, so I, 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 in my, no, no, agreed. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll we'll take them on their own merits. In my head, um,
2: it's John Paul Jones jumping down like Errol Flynn off the mast, swinging around, saber in hand. Mm, yeah. Errol
1: Flynn. I should have drafted Captain Blood.
0: <laughs> um, I think that the the deciding factor in this might come in the form of um, like who has the weirder, more powerful handicap. Um, John Paul Jones might need to quote-unquote surprise duel people to win. <laughs> He doesn't, but he does. <laughs> "Quote unquote," surprise duel. Um, uh, I think that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, uh, several times uh, Jean-Luc Picard has to face off against Q, mm-hmm. um, who is probably the the one person in the entire universe you don't want to have to duel. Not in terms of like killing you, but he's gonna like totally waste your time, like. There will be no final result of the duel. You will both be alive at the end of it, except that he will have corrected the universe in some strange fashion. I
1: mean, he the does trial never. Q
0: once.
1: <laughs> the
0: trial never ends, Ben. <laughs> so I, I think, I think that, um, I think that uh, having to contend with Q might lose this one for Jean Luc Picard. Um, as far as I'm aware, Q never uh, squared up against Jean Paul Jones. <laughs> Um I would watch that.
1: <laughs> I would just watch John Delance. John Delance? John Delancey. John Delancey. John Delancey.
0: Just do anything. Do anything <laughs> ever. Yeah. Man's treasure. Alright. So that that one goes non-decisively to Ben, although that was exceptionally well fought, gentlemen. All I right. think
2: he just went with that one because he's always worried. He doesn't have to now he doesn't have to watch his back for John Paul Jones, come back from the dead. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> ha I, mean, Ha-ha.
1: I <laughs> mean I did really want to debate. Wayne Gretzky in a duel. <laughs> um, gloves off at the second period. Uh, but to be perfectly honest, I should have drafted Gordie Howe, and that would have gone a lot differently. I'm just going to say,
2: Gretzky versus John Paul Jones is a bet even Wayne Gretzky wouldn't take.
1: It's true, he wouldn't. Man was not a fighter. Yeah,
2: but he was a gambler.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up is Ben versus Chris. Man, we've inspired a a crap ton of Star Trek fan fiction today, haven't we? I hope so.
2: I want to see a... I uh, just watched Q in the Grey today. (laughs) It was a good day.
0: (laughs) I want to see see a um, bring back the original cast of Next Gen for a Winter Olympics. Um, Q has thrown us back in time to compete in the hockey uh, finals.
1: (laughs) Shameless shout out to my fellow friends of DeSoto. Make that happen. (laughs) All right. So... Ben versus Chris, the first criteria, which captain has the best legacy?
0: Legacy. legacy. What is a legacy? It's, it's an X-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's planting uh, seeds in a garden you never get to see. The second question, I'm Captain
1: blank, and this is my favorite blank on the Citadel. Parentheses, pitch a product endorsement for your captain, not... No
0: existing products allowed. I wrote this one, and I was trying to make it so that I couldn't just uh, pitch the, probably the most popular breakfast cereal of all time. I've already used Cap'n Crunch, so as it turns out, not really necessary. Okay, I'm, just, I'm curious. I want
1: to. I want to clarify, uh, just for everyone at home as well, um, that they don't. You don't need to make up the product. You can exist tide yes. pods if you wanted to for yes. some reason yeah so not that i would ever endorse tide pods <laughs> but if you see them in a giant glass case next to you know cases of
0: wine or yep. something yeah yeah that's no, fine um yeah it you can you can pitch an existing product you can make one up but overall you can't pitch something that they've already endorsed sounds fair yeah so all f- right so for jesse pinkman who i'm not choosing i couldn't pitch his uh you know premium chili pea crystal you know okay i assume that's from breaking bad it's from breaking bad okay
1: ben you pick first i am going with captain oliver hazard Hmm. i look forward to a pun
0: filled endorsement how do you make puns about somebody about something and or somebody that people don't generally know <coughs> isn't the premise of a pun that you have to work with what people are going to recognize as being overly obvious about a subject I learned to never doubt Ben's ability to make a pun in any situation oh, I'm you're looking, a smart man I'm looking forward to uh, exactly how this how this, uh, this unfolds you all might right. think it's a dangerous play but hazard is. and this is going to work uh, extra good because I have a head cold right now so, mm-hmm. so say we all Bill Adama? Commander William Adama, yes. Alright. Ben! Also, I'm disappointed in you two for not saying it back at me and giving me some nerd chills, but... uh, Remember when we saw him and he made a shout at him with it?
1: Oh, that was surreal.
2: Did you do it uh, seated or did you stand and deliver that line back
1: to him? It was a large auditorium and we were in the back and to be honest, I don't remember if we stood or not. I don't remember either.
0: I'm 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 certain I'm going to say that we did regardless. <laughs> yeah, fair. It's better for a nerd cred if we stood. Regardless, um, we did get to say so say we all with an auditorium bellowing back at um Edward James almost. That was pretty um, sweet, yeah. All I know is that joke
2: totally landed to all my math movie friends out there. <laughs> Stand and deliver was another other movie he started about saving the inner city through the power of math.
1: Okay. Which captain is the best legacy? Let's hear it. When your Wikipedia page
2: has an entire toggle of geographical namesakes? That is a legacy. We've got many locations in Rhode Island and near Lake Erie, all 10 Perry counties in the US.
1: None of them are named for Matthew Perry. No. Hold on a second. Can we fact check that? Uh,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting. <laughs> boop, 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 Counties. Could I be any more of a county? <laughs> Matthew Perry.
2: Sorry, continue. Uh, Perryville and Perry County, Missouri. All right. The hamlet of Perrysburg and surrounding township. <laughs> and the village of Perry, New York. Mm-hmm. Perry, Georgia. Perry, Maine. Perry, Illinois. Hold on. Perry, Maine?
0: excellent
2: <laughs> we're going full circle here perrysburg perrysville north perry 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 township and perry county ohio ohio's crazy for oliver i've actually been to a couple of those yeah continue south perry perry township and hawking uh county ohio oh yeah hawking uh perry township uh let's see uh, Periopolis and Oliver Township within Perry County, uh, in Pennsylvania,
0: and that's all for this week on this episode of Ben Reads You a Road Atlas. Hey, Jafar got to list
2: off every single stat about John Cena. That's true. And you recounted the entire uh, Great Crusade of, of Paul Atreides. And then we've got uh, Hazard County, Kentucky, Perry County, Tennessee. Perry Street, New York, and Fort Perry, Georgia. Okay. Excellent. Is that it? Is there still more? Well, there's another thing of all of his monuments,
1: and I'll just keep scrolling. <laughs> that's that's a long list. Sure. Okay. Guys um, saved America. Can we agree that everyone gets one, and we have now all used our one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe for a few episodes. Maybe, maybe we all get another one now that we've all used one. I'm okay I, with that. I too. did.
0: I did want to list all of the varieties of Cap'n Crunch cereal. I I don't think I'm going to get to, but man, <laughs> there's some weird ones. Besides the only one that matters, oops, all berries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. If you if you look at it from the very beginning, who in the 60s would have ever guessed there would have been a fucking sprinkled donut crunch? Oh, that was a good-ass cereal. <laughs> it was. Oh my god, they've got some weird ones, though. They made an orange creamsicle crunch. Really? Yes. We're gonna go on about this forever. Chris, which captain is the better legacy? Um. Commander William Adama mm-hmm. led the last remnants of society to Earth, a planet mm-hmm. that he initially knew uh to be a total fabrication he found it and when that planet proved to be radioactive and uninhabitable spoiler alert. <laughs> he led them to earth the real one on which all of ben's places are
1: hmm. but his name isn't like william earth adama right
0: that is correct well, we um, don't
2: actually know.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe an argument could be made that, you know, as his uh his uh co- or his um uh, what's the name of when you fl- when you fly in your name Apollo is a call sign. Call sign. Husker. And ar- hold on. Right? Hold on. Yeah. An argument could be made that his call sign Husker uh is uh being shown some deference by the Corn Huskers, but I'm I'm probably I'm I'm pretty sure that's not it. No, um sometimes that's the price of a legacy is that the legacy itself is so great that people don't get to see your name on it because they goddamn live on it. Hmm.
1: Um, I mean, I would agree that that is one way to look at it, but I'm pretty sure. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to pause here and just, uh, quickly google the exact definition of legacy um
2: it is growing uh planting a seed you'll never see grow uh
1: let's see denoting software or hardware that has been superseded (laughs) but is difficult to replace because of its wide use
0: that kind of fits for earth doesn't it Hmm.
1: (laughs) all right well using that definition (laughs) 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 I'm going to have to give it to Ben because statues are outdated for art forms of art. Uh, no, really though. Uh, it's shockingly impressive. Uh, the amount of things named after him, he, he hit that sweet spot of hero at a time where stuff was still getting named. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a good place to be. Uh, as far as legacy is concerned. Um I mean, Chris, yes, everyone on Earth. Uh Battlestar Galactica, of course, being real life canon, um, and the origins of life on Earth.
0: It's like the prologue to the Bible.
1: Yeah, totally. Um well it depends on it's more like an inner it depends on which testament you're talking about. Anyways, uh Ben, don't have a seizure, you're winning. Um <laughs> Don't throw away your shot. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's he's great, but it wasn't until 2004 that anyone even knew who he was compared to all of the time that Hazard Perry over here had shit named after him and people writing his name on their envelopes without even necessarily needing to know who he was. So, with that in mind, I'm going to give it to Ben. Okay.
2: I am now completely shocked that Chris did not draft Alexander Hamilton who, as the founder of the Coast Guard, must have at one point captained a ship.
0: Motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was his rank? Was he at, was he an army captain? He was the founder of the
0: Coast. Well, Guard. no, no. I mean, but no, in the sorry, revolution, though he was the protean creator of the Coast Guard. Uh, wasn't he a general?
2: Um, I'm not sure. Hold on. I know he later became a general. Yeah. I don't know what he was during the revolution.
1: Yeah, what well, was he during the revolution? Was he captain? <clears throat> I know he was like secretary or something. Here, just hit control F and type captain. And that that's enough.
0: Um. Oh, he was a captain of artillery. Okay. okay. Yeah, oh, when shit. he stole the British cannons. <laughs> oh man, he was elected captain of the British cannons he stole downtown. Yeah. Fumbles. That's... All right. Well, I can't. I can't be deducted points for something I failed to draft. It's I true. You <laughs> can't.
1: You you can just wallow in eternal sadness about it. Um and just, I will.
2: This was definitely not wallow. something to head fake him in the middle of our our arguments no, here. No, no, no <laughs> totally.
0: <laughs> um, something we we will come around to this again, and I will draft Hamilton. Wait for it. Just you wait. Yeah. Also, also that. Okay.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, man have you seen Drunk History for with uh, Lin-Manuel yet oh it's great I have
0: not I've heard it, good
1: things it's, it's at the end of the episode they're like drunk in his kitchen and it's like them taking like their fifth drink of the night and he's all like this stuff's strong and the host is just like just
0: you wait <laughs> <laughs> does a shower with them <laughs> it's so good I think I must have seen a clip from this doesn't he call up Questlove and says if I got a job you got a job yeah, Questlove calls him yeah oh, Okay. Yeah. it's it's great <laughs> um, alright So, Chris, I'm Captain, and this is my favorite, on the Citadel. I think we're going to bring in a business partner on this one, a common sense partner. Uh, So, uh, uh, William Adama is going to tag in uh, Chief uh, uh, Galen Tyrell, and the endorsement is going to be for the first Scotch. Made in Scotland. I don't know what it was called, because it happened a very long time ago. Um, but let's just say that out of uh, uh, out of respect, uh, a company later named their Scotch after it. So, Lagavulin Scotch. Okay. Alright,
2: Ben? Uh, hi, I am Commodore Oliver Hazard Perry, and this is my favorite novelty t-shirt shop on the citadel selling t-shirts that across the chest say don't give up the ship the catchphrase of the flag that was the flag he flew on his ship when he was the first person in history to uh, successfully capture an English squadron Hmm. he is getting into the into the uh, the novelty t-shirt game because it's 1812 he's the only game in town
0: All right. I don't think William Adama wears t-shirts.
2: They wear those weird tank tops. Yeah, that's true. With another tank top underneath.
0: I
1: mean, novelty t-shirts, world's oldest bottle of scotch. Which is more more people are going to be able to buy those t-shirts. They're doing more sales. They've got to push those numbers up. The criteria does not specify sales. The criteria (laughs) is left for me to pick my favorite, and I'm going, even though I own a number of shitty novelty t-shirts. You own
2: so many novelty t-shirts. I have
1: some enough that I retire them. And I've almost got enough to make a blanket right now. But that's neither here nor there. Because I want that bottle of scotch. Man, Chris I tailored that point. one to
2: you. <laughs> Who would appreciate a novelty t-shirt more than Javert?
1: I don't even like scotch as far as whiskeys are concerned. And I still want to put my lips on the oldest bottle of scotch. Yep. All right. We're going to a (laughs) tiebreaker. Which captain is better at managing his or her crew and their zany antics? Ben?
2: During the Battle of Lake Erie, uh, Commodore Perry's ship was so damaged, he had to... uh, move him and his command officers to another ship, continue the fight, beat the English, and then get everybody back onto his original damaged ship where they could formally surrender. Hmm. He left a battleship that was damaged, not moving, not able to be in the fight, rowboated to another battleship, kept fighting, and then when the British were like, hey, you kicked our asses. He's like, hey, we're going back to my other ship because I'm going to enjoy this. (laughs) And not only did he do it, he moved his guys around while people are shooting cannons, while people are dying, while boats are sinking.
1: Okay. I mean, moving your crew around for your zany antics is almost what the criteria asks. (laughs) And I'm going
0: to allow it because that's a cool story. Sure. Chris. Um... I mean, uh, commander Adama has been quoted as, uh, being quote, a soft touch. Um, his crew gets up to some more than zany tactics, considering that they're the last crew in all of existence and they can't leave basically. Um, and they get up to, to, I mean, you name it. They brew moonshine in the tool, uh, closet of the hangar deck. Mm -hmm. Um, they actively foment mutiny against him. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a few of them are spaced out of airlocks. Um, that's always zany. That's always zany. Um, here's the thing. Uh, Adama is the best at making the best of what he's got. He works with the the toolkit. Um, he knows that sometimes you have to roll the hard six, right? Mm-hmm. And I would say that his defining moment is when he, having... Uh, previously fled the capture of New Caprica in the Battlestar Galactica, returns with a skeleton crew, jumps the Galactica into orbit, into the atmosphere of New Caprica, liberates the entire planet, and by extension, the human race, and does so um, uh, with his son, who is very... He's had like a weird eating a lot kind of in space yeah fat fat lee um fat lee was a weird story arc it was a weird story arc um i forgot about that yeah that was sad. <laughs> so so he manages he manages to make the best of a, of a skeleton crew including his um uh weirdly out of character pudgy son um he almost single single-handedly uh saves humanity and that's not the only time he's done it just probably the most awesome time okay well
1: uh that's tough um both have really interesting stories. Um, I think Chris's is better demonstration of managing, and Ben's is a little bit more zany. I mean, when uh, we think
2: of Battlestar Galactica, we think zany
1: hijinks. <laughs> so I'm I'm torn. Are
0: you burnt? Thank you. Uh, but I think. We're too young to have this kind of (laughs) (laughs) self-referentiality.
1: I think I'm going to have to go with Ben on this for the sole reason that that actually happening is pretty crazy. I mean, bringing everyone back to a broken battleship to make them surrender, getting your whole crew back to a ship that is probably mid sink that's, that's ridiculous. And the coordination that you have to pull from a crew to get them to do that, like, Hey, go back to that sinking ship. We just
0: left 20 minutes ago. That's, that's a lot of work. I mean, just to, I'll just, I'll stay this way. And I'm, I'm willing to accept the, um, the, the judgment. So don't, you know, don't uh, interpret this as, as, arguing, but to, to kind of put it in a, uh, a naval analogy, what Adama did was kind of like, um, let's say that the last remnants of humanity were all dying on the side of Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. Um, he pulled his fucking battleship out of the sea and drug it up a mountain. Yeah. He he did the Picard <laughs> maneuver, pretty much.
1: The the whole warp trick. Um And the Pon Solo maneuver, too, right? Uh, the Solo maneuver is...
0: Slightly different. Well, Jump, jumping... Th- it's entering hyperspace hyper, uh, to go through a shield, right? No. no. No, that's not
1: actually the Solo maneuver. The Solo maneuver we haven't seen yet. It's in the new movie. It's in the trailer. And it's where he flips the Millennium Falcon just right to catch one of a TIE fighter's wings and throw it into an asteroid. It's <laughs> real cool
0: looking. Okay, well, that, is, that is what I believe we are calling the Solo maneuver. Okay. Um, well, Han Solo also did a uh, cool... FTL slash hyperspace trick with his ship. With he his, did. His, and uh, I'm sure I'll talk about it later. His ship. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Ben wins that one in a non decisive victory, giving him two points and Chris one. It is the end of the first half. Chris and Ben are tied at four points and I have one. And we're going to hash this out next week. So be sure to come on back to Draft the Universe as we continue the captain's debate.
0: Mr. White. Wait, are we not doing some previews for next week?
1: Some previews? We can do some quick previews. We already talked about
0: the solo maneuver. I am the cavalry captain. I'm I'm good at singing, but I've had a head cold the entire time I've been doing this podcast. <laughs> and so every time I sing on this podcast, it sounded awful.
1: Now you're being a harsh critic of yourself. It's been fine. Okay. Well... I mean, we've got some excellent recordings
0: of Ben singing when he thinks no one's recording. All right. Um, well... Yeah. On next episode, um, we're going to get to learn about a guy named Sir John Ross uh, who believed in the existence of an open polar sea with no ice in it. That's the North Pole, people. Um, And this dude sent a lot of people to try and find it and most of them died. Also, definitely going to hit pirates next time. Super excited.
1: And also Wayne Gretzky.
0: Yeah, Wayne Gretzky steps to the plate. Yep, Mm mm-hmm. Did you like my mixed sports metaphor there? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks All right. as always uh, <laughs> Thanks as always to the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music at bandcamp.com.
2: And feel free to email us at drafttheuniverse at gmail.com where you can send us your uh, thoughts for future draft topics or criteria or just strange photos it's okay yeah whatever or just tell us you're enjoying the podcast
1: or tell us you hate it I mean anything the inbox is empty join the conversation with us at draft the verse on twitter and tell us how wrong we are about the solo maneuver Uh, please correct us on that one and uh, any ideas for future topics criteria etc
2: yeah and uh, join us on our facebook at
0: Facebook.com slash Red Red universe. universe. Yes. Mm-hmm. And be, be sure to search out our MySpace page. It's really well hidden, uh, so you're going to have to dig down. My make Top 8. As well that's excellent um and a dead journal you know, but you can't find it you yeah.
1: know you know george r. r martin still uses live journal yeah to make like official announcements
0: <sighs> <laughs> there's
1: something to be respected about that in
0: there <laughs> i mean uh, we do also have a zenga but yeah i don't want to talk about the zenga yeah see you next week sadly you can't find us on club penguin because uh, that went <laughs> under same yeah. with habo hotel yeah
2: too deep and you rewarded him for it
0: remember that he answered my question it's a soup it's a beverage until you put it in well yes right but that's not what the question posits after which it becomes a sauce but then the crunch the crunch nuggets they they stew in it and it becomes a broth i think all three is is the correct answer